Welcome to Awkwards Anonymous, the podcast where two sisters stricken with the disease to please share their experiences and opinions while making a conscious effort to be unapologetically honest. Sorry if anything we say offends you. Oh, shoot. I'm not supposed to say that. Come on, Missy. Hello, Chrissy. Hello, Missy. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm, in general, I feel like I've been particularly, like, angry lately. (laughs) I'm trying to get over that. (laughs) I have no stories behind it. I have no reasons. Shorter days. It's getting darker earlier. Just, I don't know. In general, feeling like more angry person than I would like to be. (laughs) Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But you asked. Other than that, this week, I had the most perfect, awkward, anonymous kind of week. There's a guy that is in my department. Great guy, very charismatic, really nice, would do anything for you. And I recently found out that he was diagnosed with cancer. Um, He is going to be okay. He sent us some good news. So ultimately he's doing wonderful and there's no sad news. But of course it was, you know, a huge trial for him to go through. Right. And he also, in that same time frame, got engaged and got married. That's all wonderful. And our department wanted to say our congratulations and express our happiness for for him getting good news. And so, um, reminder, we're all working from home. That plays into all of this. My boss's boss arranged, without him knowing, for everybody to donate some money you know, to get him some gift cards to say congratulations for the marriage and to sign a card. She scheduled a meeting that was under the guise of a status meeting, like the managers just giving their spiel to the masses. So we all get online. And in fact, he is one of the first people there. (laughs) And so he's just making small talk because he thinks that this is, you know, a giant department meeting. And more and more and more people start joining. And I'm going to say 50 plus people end up on the call. Wow. And typically when we do online calls, it's just a standard in our department. We don't typically do the camera thing. So it's only audio. So my boss's boss starts the meeting by saying, hey, we'll call him Pete. Pete, did you get some mail? And he's like, "Mm, no, why are you calling me out in front of all these people? No, I didn't. What are you talking about? And she's like, oh, well, can you check your email? And he's like, well, I'm actually headed home right now from a chemo session, um, but I can check when I get home. And she's like, oh, okay, that's fine. Well, FYI, this meeting isn't a status meeting. This is a surprise shower for you. And he's like, oh, okay, awesome. And she's like, so when you get back to your desk, you'll find an email with a card signed by all of us and a gift certificate for something. And he's like, oh, wow, that's awesome. Thank you so much. And we couldn't leave it at that. Somebody goes, turn on your camera. Let us see your surprise face. Oh, my gosh. (sighs) 
So again, I mentioned this guy as a great guy, very charismatic, the exact opposite of me. <laughs> so where I would have said, oh, I'm losing reception and hung up, he was like, <laughs> okay, sure. So he turns the camera on his phone and we watch him drive home for the next 10 minutes. <laughs> and he finally gets home. So he's got the camera facing in front of him so we can see his journey. And for about a split second, the door opens and you can see his wife in her pajamas <laughs> answering the door. And suddenly he puts the phone down and you hear him <laughs> explaining to his wife, uh, uh, babe, I've got about 50 people on the phone and they are giving me a surprise shower. So um, why don't you go ahead and run upstairs <laughs> get dressed and we'll go ahead and do this thing. <laughs> So, oh my gosh. So she runs upstairs and we make the most awkward small talk for the next five minutes. And then she comes down instead of just, again, like hanging up and being like, okay, guys, thanks. 50 people all just sort of sit there. It was, <laughs> it was, I mean, I wasn't even the subject, but we like we we had to sit there and watch him. Nobody else had their cameras on, by the way. Oh my god! So it was just fifty people staring at him from their couches. To just to give you an idea, I've mentioned this guy is very charismatic. Not a whole lot shakes him. Right. This situation was so awkward that even he had a visible, like, this is so weird. <laughs> look about him that he was just like i'm going with the flow but but this is so awkward yeah very appreciative he was very right. appreciative it had nothing to do with that but can you imagine thinking that you're gonna just be able to chill and listen to somebody drone on about a status and all of a sudden you're the center of attention and have to be on camera oh my gosh much less you weren't even prepared you're driving home from a chemo session Missy, I just can't even. I was, like, running hot and cold. Yeah. Just watching this unfold. And I was just an observer. I didn't talk. I didn't ask any questions. I could have just as easily not been on the call at all. To bring this back to the theme of things, as an awkward, to even be a witness to these kinds of things made me feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. Because I was putting myself in that position and I was like, if you ever do this to me, I will quit. Yeah. I will quit. I don't care how nice you're trying to be. We've talked about how like watching Impractical Jokers or Jackass and watching like the hidden camera kind of stuff mm -hmm. that is totally edited and produced, like it's on purpose and right. it makes us uncomfortable. This is just this whole other level. Yeah. I feel like we need to have him on as a guest speaker. <laughs> I even think his wife, like his poor wife is in her pajamas. <laughs> the, the other thing that I think of is they're not, you know, this isn't recorded. So she can't like look back and be like, how much did they see? Right. You know? Right. So as far, I don't know what she was dressed in. I'm I'm just imagining, you know, like regular pajamas. Maybe she was wearing shorts or something. But mm -hmm. what if she wasn't? I mean, I wear a, just a t-shirt to bed. Yeah. And when I'm home alone, why would I put pants on? Yeah, exactly. Even if she was fully clothed, not being prepared, her just in her head being like, what is it that they saw? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. 
And, and yeah, exactly. From her perspective, being bombarded, like, hey, you don't know any of these people and you can't see any of these people. But just so you know, there's about 50 entities on the other side of this staring at you. <sighs> and you're on the hook to, we've talked about this before, to be grateful and thankful and succinct and friendly and personable, all wrapped in this tiny little moment that Mm -hmm. you have to come up with this yeah rather than having this for me what would be my true feelings would be aggravation and frustration for being put in that position and having to hide that right i'm with you where i would have just been like oh my phone doesn't i have a flip phone Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) to tell you yes don't ask me how i'm able to join this meeting from my car (laughs) yeah so moving on That's not all. This is all in one day. So everything that I'm saying all happened in one day. While I was on that call, I got a text from an intern that used to work on our team. And I haven't worked with him for a little over a year, I would say. He graduated and got a job somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And so we haven't talked in quite a while. And I got a, a ran, this random text from him while I was on this awkward phone call of him saying, you know, checking in on me and then following up with, hey, by the way, I'm, you know, at this job. I'm really enjoying it. And I wanted to let you know that I attribute that to you. And I really appreciate the time that you spent with me and your patience with me while I was there. I learned a lot. And I know that I took those skills and I know that they helped me get the job that I have now. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, that's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so that was just there was so much emotion. Like, I'm I'm sitting here watching this awkward phone call. But at the same time, it's this joyous event because, mm-hmm. you know, he had a lot of things going on in his life. And then I get this text from somebody from my past who I I mean, quite frankly, he had come and he had gone. And I didn't really think that he thought much of it. Yeah. And to hear that he thinks of me all this time later as somebody who has helped him. It just, it meant a lot. Right. Well, I didn't reply because I was too inundated by the train wreck happening in front of me. And then after that, I had to jump on to another meeting. So of course the awkward in me is sitting there in his seat thinking, Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. I sent this text and I'm not getting a reply. I'm not getting a reply. Oh my gosh, did they go too far? Was I being too mushy? Does she think I'm ridiculous? Oh. And so I'm like, he's gonna think I I have to reply to him. I have to reply to him ASAP because he's probably sitting on the other end thinking that I'm like, fuck you, I don't care. <laughs> Which of course I'm sitting there practically in tears, but feeling all this pressure to reply to him because I know when I send a text, especially when it's heartfelt, I'm like you know, I can't do anything else until I hear a reply. Yeah. Right. And then the other part of that is I didn't want to just send like a quick reply when I had a break because we've talked about this too. I would, I, w- I needed a good two hours to consider what my reply might be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I would need to rewrite it about 50 times so that I could make sure it also wasn't too mushy and it also addressed what he said, but it also was heartfelt and it also was sincere, but it also wasn't too intimate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, finally, I reply to him. I come up with something that I could be satisfied with. And as a way to kind of 
pass it on. I had somebody in my life when I was going through what he was going through that I felt took that role, Mm -hmm. that took me under their wing and was patient. I mean, saintly patient (laughs) with me when I started my career. And he also knew this guy. We all worked together. Mm -hmm. So what I said to him was, well, I feel the same way about, we'll call him Ron. I feel the same way about Ron. Always be a Ron. I look up to this guy so much. Mm -hmm. And I always want, in my entire career, I always want to be like him. Mm -hmm. He's always been very patient and very friendly. Smart as hell. Has forgotten more than I will ever know but you'd never know it talking to him. Right. I am in the IT industry and I don't know what it is about that field, but everybody thinks that they're gods. Yeah. (laughs) And they want you to know it. And it infuriates me because that's not my personality type. Right. Somehow I ended up in this field, but I don't fit the mold. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, I can appreciate somebody who doesn't try to cram it down your throat, how smart they are. So that was emotional thing. Number two, then I hate myself so much, right? Like, I couldn't just let it go. (laughs) Right. I had to turn around and say, you know what? I appreciated hearing how he felt, and I would have never known that he Mm -hmm. felt that way. So what did I decide to do? Take another two hours (laughs) and write a quick little succinct message to Ron. Because I thought Ron should know what I just found out. Mm -hmm. It makes you feel good. And it encourages you to continue to be that kind of person. And I think that kind of thing should be encouraged. We need more of it. Right. (laughs) Also, unfortunately, um, Ron's father had recently passed. So that was kind of my another reason to kind of have an excuse to reach out. I guess Mm -hmm. you could say without being weird, like, hey, I was just thinking about you and I want you to know you're amazing. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. So it it was kind of that Even though I am sure that he wouldn't... (laughs) Creepy wouldn't be the first thing that would pop into his head. But you know, and listeners, if if you're an awkward, you understand what we're saying. You feel like you have to have an excuse to express emotion, like intimate emotions, deep connecting types of feelings. Right. You feel like you have to have a reason, otherwise you feel like a weirdo. Right. I spent however long, and I sent that message, and as I mentioned earlier, couldn't do any other work, sat on pins and needles, how weird is he going to think I am? Which, of course, I know this guy. Logically, I already knew that he wouldn't think that I was a weirdo. It makes no sense, but I could not do anything else until he finally, like, released me from my misery and replied. Right. And, of course, his reply was adorable. You know, he was like, oh, man, you're going to make me cry. Thank you so much. And made some sort of joke. Like, he's never serious (laughs) about anything, which I also really appreciate about him is I could be mushy for a moment, but then I could back out quickly and it didn't, like... Sometimes with people, you dig this like mush hole, your mush and then their mush. And then you have to outdo their mush. And you're like, I just, ah, yeah, I want out. I want out. I want out, out, out. (laughs) And he makes you feel very comfortable because he just makes joke and you move on. Mm -hmm. Another thing that I love about him. So anyway, I'm not kidding when I tell you more than half of the day was spent on these three things. (laughs) I don't know. Some of our listeners may be like, That was really boring, and I don't really get it. But just, (laughs) if you're an awkward, I feel like you're feeling my pain. It was so exhausting. 
Yeah. By the end of the day, I was so exhausted. Yeah. I came home and I went to bed. Yeah. Because just too much energy had been expended worrying about coming across the right way and what other people and, and running down every alley of possible situation and thought process. Right. And it's exhausting to be an awkward. It totally is. I mean, I know that we, I I discussed this in a previous episode, you know, when I'm, I um, got a new job and I was saying my goodbyes. That's exactly how I felt. I mean, I would spend hours it's yeah it sounds compiling. like exaggerating but literally our words yes yes compiling a succinct four sentences mm-hmm. of sentiment it's it's all stuff that you really mean yeah. you know when i left my old job i it was a really emotional moment you know that was my first job out of college they made me the person that I am. They mm-hmm. were the reason why I'm able to move on to this next job and just continue to grow. And I wanted to express that. See, my thing is I feel like I'm going to say this and they're going to think that I'm being so sappy that it's ingenuine. Yep. Or disingenuine, whatever the word is. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll Not genuine. Not genuine. Not genuine. <laughs> on top of the written hey y'all love ya thanks for everything you know i felt the need to go to each of my you know managers and mentors and have a private moment with them <laughs> because i hate myself right exactly the one manager that i went to i just started you know she started crying and i started crying oh lord <laughs> and you know she was just like and i'm just so proud of you and i'm like well i'm just so I don't know that how to get is, out. That is the mush hole that I was referring to. Yes. Earlier. It was just, I don't regret it. Right. Because I know we both meant everything we were saying. It's mm-hmm. a moment that I'll hold near and dear to my heart. But it wasn't the moment that I had envisioned where I walk in and I'm a woman and I have grown and I'm not going to cry. Right. I am not going to cry. I'm going to look at you in the eyes and be a professional. Right. And it didn't happen. Right. I feel like I have improved, though, because it's funny that this happened to you so recently, because literally today, <laughs> at this new job that I have, you know, I've been been there for a couple of months now. You know, I'm really enjoying it. You know, my manager has worked really closely with me. The hierarchy for where I work is kind of strange, so I have, like, all these managers and different... <laughs> different places. You don't know who you report to. I don't know who I report to. But I ask, there's one guy that I go to for any work-related stuff. And then I have a separate manager who doesn't really work with me on any work-related things. They just handle, which I don't know how they're supposed to be able to handle my evaluations and evaluate me if they don't work with me. But, you know, whatevs. The woman who evaluates me (laughs) reached out and she's like hey Chrissy I just want to let you know that your direct supervisor just sent me this wonderful email I just wanted to share share it with you and just say thank you and I'm so proud of you and this email that he sent was I mean I literally started to cry because there have been moments where I'm like I am such 
a fucking moron. I'm going to lose my job. (laughs) I'm going to be fired because they're going to find out she ain't all that. (laughs) Yeah. And then to just hear this, this positive feedback, not only appreciating what I bring to the table, but making sure that the people who are able to evaluate (laughs) me are made aware. There are so many managers out there where their management style is if you don't hear from them, then there's not a problem. Right. So long as you're not being yelled at, you're good. Yeah. (laughs) And you don't get that A, positive feedback, and you don't get that just taking the extra step to compile an email and send it to the people who are in charge of making decisions regarding promotions and things like that. So... Anyway, I got this really nice feedback and I just fell into this. Okay. I want him to understand how much it means to me. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't want to fall into the mush hole. Right. I did deflect a little bit (laughs) by saying like, oh, well, you know, your training has been fantastic. Mm -hmm. But I kept it short and sweet. I was really proud of myself. And I just was like, I really appreciate that. I really enjoy being here. It means a lot to me. And that was it. That is that is amazing. I mean, I was really surprised that I was able to pull it off. I mean, I practiced in the mirror before <laughs> I got on the phone with him. It's so funny that all of this is happening this week because something else, I found a post on Instagram. Someone just posted something along the lines of, when you get a compliment, there's two magic words that you need to say. Thank you. That's it. You don't have to offer a compliment for a compliment. You don't have to do what you've done. You should just take that compliment, own it, say thank you, accept it graciously, and move on. That is just one of the major struggles that we have as awkwards is just accept the fucking praise. Yeah. It's such a simple concept, but it is unbelievably hard and you will not even know you're doing it. I mean, if anybody like something that I'm, I do all the time is if somebody says anything positive about what I'm wearing, I got it on sale. Yes. I got it on sale. Yes. (laughs) Or it's, oh, this is super old. Yeah. Super, super old. Yeah. There always has to be a qualification. Yeah. It is so hard. Why is it so hard? I mean, and I know we've also mentioned this before, you know, we, we like, you know, we like to craft. I like to bake. You like to knit and crochet. I know that for my baking, people will be like, oh, wow, this is really good. And I'm like, oh, but it's asymmetrical. And well, it's, it's really easy. Mm-hmm. My, my go-to is always, it's really easy. Mm-hmm. Don't be impressed. Same. And I mean, to me, some of the recipes I genuinely like, you don't understand. Like you can do it easily. Right, right, right. But You know, I also sometimes forget that baking isn't everyone's bag. You know, some people can't boil water. I mean, knitting and crocheting is especially something where either you get it or you don't get it. I feel that I'm able to to learn the basics, but as soon as you get into anything where you're actually creating something that's not just a line, (laughs) (laughs) I'm lost. Like I can sew, I can knit two rectangles and then sew them together to make a sleeve. (laughs) That's what I can do. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. I think that's a really important message that we've never claimed to say anything original, but I feel like, especially, sorry to play this card, but especially as a female, 
we need to continue to drill it into each other's heads. Yeah. And our listeners' heads. Whether you're male or female, if you receive a compliment, take the compliment. The whole it's easy thing, I do the same exact thing. But just recognizing that it may be easy to you, but it's not easy to me or vice versa. And yeah, it's easy for me because I've been doing it forever. It wasn't easy for me day one. So that doesn't make any sense to say that. But we say it all the time. Yeah. Because we just want to deflect. Right. Deflect that compliment. I I am nothing special. I know nothing special. I have no skills. I'm useless. Right. (laughs) I don't know why that is ingrained in us. Uh, whatever cat, whether you want to say the female part of us or the awkward part of us or some other part of us, a little bit of both. It's got to be message to listeners: you are special. You do have skill sets that others might not have. Try to see that value in yourself as much as others see that value in you. Right. I think it's really important, and we still suck at it. Yeah. Example: back still when I was working at my other job, I was actually in an office. Mm-hmm. I like to bake, so I would bring baked goods in all the time. They would be my guinea pigs, (laughs) and I would feed them. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I would bring something in, I would just be like, oh, it's... These are my rejects. These are are the rejects. You're not getting the good stuff, so... (laughs) (laughs) But I was working on it. I'm like, okay, Chrissy, you're annoying yourself. Yeah. Stop. (laughs) Yeah. And... I really crashed and burned in the conversation department several times. There was one time where I made like this cookie dough frosting cupcake. It is really good. It Mm -hmm. tastes like fucking cookie dough. Mm -hmm. Someone at work came over to me and they were like, oh my gosh, Chrissy, this cookie dough icing is so good. I was like, okay, don't say it's easy. (laughs) Yeah. So what I said was just, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it is, bitch. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Swivel my chair back around and (laughs) continue typing. It was bad. You guys out there who are, you know, still in the infancy stages of working on this, you're going to have those moments. You're going to have the just, yeah, so I know I'm the shit. I mean, (laughs) was that too much? (laughs) Because you just don't know what to say instead of that. Yeah. It, it, it's a, you got to practice. It really is a learned skill. Yeah. Especially when just as much as you're learning to not do it and you have to practice not doing it, we got here because we practiced doing what we're doing now. Right. And just like anything, it's, it's work to change your habits. Right. Once again, what I should say and what I am trying to say from now on is... Thank you. I'm glad you like it. Mm-hmm. And how hard is that? It shouldn't be hard. It shouldn't be, but it is. It's very hard. I hate so much the things that I choose to be. Yeah. I mean, I think that we have pretty much to sum this up. We're, we, as in like we, not just you and me, but we as a, a people, especially maybe awkwards, we're the hardest on ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're the most judgmental of ourselves. We're our own worst enemy. It's really us that is making us feel this way. It's not other people. And even if they might have been the trigger, we're the ones that let it go so out of control. Yeah. Okay, so to circle back on the concept of giving and receiving 
praise and feedback. I just thought of a random story about a person that I used to work with that is such a stark contrast to everything that we've been talking about. I had a manager who I looked up to. She was actually my manager, first manager at the job where I am. So we go back quite a bit and there's just a special place she holds in my heart, you know, Mm -hmm. as my first manager in this job. And so she was holding a meeting one day. At the time, it was maybe 30 people instead of 50 because we've grown. And she mentioned something like, hey, everybody needs to bring in their computers once a month, get on the network and get updated. Okay. It was something simple like that. Because basically, if you don't bring your computer in and get on the network, your entire computer gets wiped. And this person, we'll call her Peg. (laughs) Padge. (laughs) Yeah, let's call her Padge. Padge. Padge speaks up in front of everybody and says, well, I heard from customer support it was supposed to be every two weeks. My manager replies and says, I'll look into it. I want to make sure you guys have the right information. But what I have been told is every month. And so my mandate right now is once a month. And Padge replies with, well, if my computer gets wiped, I am personally blaming you. Woo! To our director. Wow. She says this. And I'm telling you what, you guys. This manager is so fucking classy. (laughs) She didn't bat an eye and just said, okay, well, that's fine. And I'm going to make sure that I get that information for you. She didn't bat an eye, people. I was in awe. My jaw was on the floor. Because as soon as Padge made that comment, I thought, oh, I mean, my face went red and I got hot because I was so embarrassed for her. Yeah. But she didn't care. I mean, she obviously doesn't care. Yeah. She just is such a stark contrast, like I said, to my personality type. I would just never, never, ever, ever. Even if my manager was being a total ass and I knew she was wrong and she was saying it despite me, mm-hmm. I would never do something like that. Yeah. Whereas some the right thing is probably somewhere in the middle. Stand up for yourself, but don't tell your director that you're going to personally blame them if you don't do what you're supposed to do. I so, mean, <laughs> if you want to bring in your laptop every two weeks, you go for it. And that's the thing. That's, that's Patch in a nutshell, is instead of just... Doing what she needed to do and be quiet about it. Bring your laptop in every two weeks. She had to make sure somebody got called out to the floor for inaccurate information. And it's just so foreign to me. Padge is the same person who I was Was like, turn on your camera. (laughs) Let me see a boo. (laughs) Um, no. (laughs) Padge has since left the company and was not a part of that. (laughs) Padge is the same person who a coworker told me they were sitting next to each other working together and Padge suddenly goes, "Ugh, what is that smell? And the person's like, um, not really. I, I, I don't know. And Padge says, do you have any gum? And the person says, um, no, I, I don't, but you could probably ask so-and-so. Padge says, not for me, for you. <gasps> yeah, that's Padge. <laughs> I would put on a mask of somebody's dirty 
stinky, smelly breath before I would say something. Because first of all, my jaw, I'm just like, I'm being quieter because my jaw is just yeah. on the floor. So, uh, yeah, so you're getting what I'm trying to say about this stark difference. A and it's those personality types that just sort of make me question everything. Yeah. I'm just like, who, who am I <laughs> that people like that exist and can get jobs and can function and have friends and relationships, yet I'm afraid to even send a nice communication. Yeah, that's... So I will tell you, um, the manager that she called out uh, when she left the company, once again, I hate myself, but I felt that it was important that I express her impact on me. And I've always been better at communicating via writing. It mm -hmm. takes me forever and I agonize over it, but I'm still better at articulating. Well, it has to I be write. better because when you speak it, you get one shot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Can you imagine if, if this entire time through this podcast, I was like, delete, 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 start over. Well, actually we do do that. It's called editing. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> We're I, not I, giving you our most authentic selves. <laughs> no. <laughs> you wouldn't want that. You wouldn't listen anymore. <laughs> um, but I did, I, I, I called out that exact example in my email and I said, this is one of the reasons why I think that you are a badass woman. You did not let your emotions get to you. I would have jumped across the table and throat choked this bitch. Mm -hmm. I did not say that in my email. <laughs> My email was very professional. <laughs> did you say a badass? Did you call her a badass? I did not even call her a badass. Oh my gosh. To curse in an email to a manager, I would, I just, I, I, I would want to do it. And then I, I would have a moment where I'd be like, just do it. And then I'd hit send and I would never be able to sleep again. I don't think I've ever cussed in, in a IM or an email, but I had a manager it was the same manager that I was crying with. <laughs> and she, I mean, she was a professional badass woman. When you imagine power, <laughs> yeah. you think this woman. Yeah. And she would just be like, what the fuck was this person thinking? <laughs> so it's like, okay, if she can do it, I can do it. But I never, I could never pull the trigger and yeah. be like, yeah, what the fuck are they thinking? <laughs> well, first of all, I'll tell you one time I did cuss in an email. I think I said the word bitch, maybe. This was one of my, I used to uh, work in collections. Mm -hmm. So there were a lot of people being bitches when mm -hmm. you're calling and saying, where's my money? bitches. <laughs> so I wrote an email with the word bitch in it and I got an email back saying that the email had been quarantined pr for profanity. I basically was fucked up for a week because I was like, well, they're going to come up here and fire me. Now that I'm in IT, I realize there are so much bigger fish to fry that it really would have never been an issue. But at the time, new in your career, to that was pretty scurry. Yeah. I actually, so this did not happen to me, thank God. It happened to a friend. It happened to a friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so there was this woman that I used to work with. Part of our job was dealing with customers and sites outside of our company. Sometimes these places that would send you invoices, you just wonder, how are you even existing? Mm-hmm. 
because how are you, you a business? How are you a business? Because the things that you're sending us are just they're so bad, like so wrong mm. and unprofessional and just inaccurate. Anyway, so that's what this person that I was working with was dealing with and she kept asking the site for for stuff and they just weren't getting it. Mm-hmm. And so she sent an email to a coworker. This site is a fucking idiot. Oh. Turns out <gasps> she sent it to the site. Oh. <laughs> she said that they she just never she never heard from that person again. Oh my gosh, that is a nightmare. One time at work, this was at the same collections job, by the way. This was when I was young and hadn't been ruined and jaded. And I was a lot less of the awkward that I am now. I was still awkward. I have progressed. Yeah, I think we've established that we were different people when we were younger. And it's now only it's gotten, gotten worse. worse. And now we're trying to make it better. I remember one time in that job, I did send to my manager an email about my manager that I meant to send to a coworker. And it would have been pretty bad, except I was able to recall it fast enough. It was something like, very similar to that one, like, does she even know, fucking know what she, well, I didn't say fucking in the email because it would have gotten quarantined for profanity, but I was like, (laughs) does she even know what she's talking about? Then I like ran over to her desk, said some friendly things to butter her Just in case you weren't able you know to recall it. You that episode it? of The Office where there's the doomsday device and if they make enough mistakes, then all the email, all the negative emails that they write about Robert California will be sent to him. Right. And so Jim goes to play squash or whatever it's called yes. and tries to grab his phone to see if they get the, if he gets the email so he can intercept it. <laughs> yes. It was literally just like that. Because this is the first time I'd ever recalled an email and I had no idea how it worked. I had no idea if it would work. It apparently did work because this woman was a spitfire. I would have heard about it if she got the email. All right. So you know that I got to get on my soapbox really quick to wrap this thing up. Always be a Ron. Never be a Padge. (laughs) It might be awkward. But if there's somebody who's done something for you and you've never expressed it, or if you're thankful for somebody, or if you're thankful for something that somebody has done, let them know about it. Get over how awkward it might feel. Get over the fact that you might end up in a mush hole. (laughs) Tell them. Because there are so many times when somebody says something to you and you're like, I never would have known that. That wasn't my perspective at all. Whether it's People don't know what's in your head. Right. And if it's something kind and positive, don't keep it locked up. Because especially right now, I think we need more of that. Release the positivity. If it's in your head and you're grateful or thankful, say it. Right. Send it into the universe. Send it where it belongs. Because all of these things that we've mentioned, no matter how awkward it was and no matter how much we were like, gosh, why do I hate myself so much that I'm doing this? I have never regretted telling somebody how I feel. Yeah, totally agreed. The only things that I've ever found that I've regretted is, man, I was too scared to send that. And now I can't. When I think about how I felt today, just getting a little bit of positive feedback, my heart was so full and it just turned what started out as a meh week into a 
bright, shiny week. I have to just keep reminding myself, maybe that doesn't have the same impact as the person that you're, you know, reaching out to, but it could. Yes, it It can't ever make them feel worse. Right. So, Missy, are you cured? Well, to put bookends on this episode, no, I still, I'm very angry. (laughs) (laughs) She's just so fucking angry. I mean, it's ironic that that's how I'm feeling, yet this is the message that we're sending. But, hey, I'm a human being. We're dynamic. It's not black and white. You're not angry because of anything that we talked about. No. no, You're just angry because you have an angry worm. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we we use the term awkworm. Yeah. You have an angworm. Angworm. (laughs) Rage worm. (laughs) I like that one. Anger snake. Oh, yeah. Anger snake. I'm not cured in that if I decided to thank somebody tomorrow for something special, that it would take me any less time or any less thought to put something together. But sometimes when you talk about something enough, you almost convince yourself. Mm -hmm. Speaking these things out loud, advising others to do it kind of puts a little bit more pressure to talk the talk and walk the walk and put our money where our mouth is and How many more analogies do you need? Um, Take our own medicine. (laughs) (laughs) Now I just eat our own dog food. (laughs) Look a gift horse in the mouth. Out of the fryer into the frying pan. (laughs) Pot calling the kettle black. The squeakiest wheel gets the oil. Or the bird gets the worm. Are you cured? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Missy, where I come from, there are two types of folk. (laughs) Those who ain't. And those who are knee-high on a grasshopper. (laughs) Which type ain't you ain't. Which type ain't you ain't. Thank you so much. I was waiting for it. I was like, if she doesn't do that, I'm going to be so sad. (laughs) Were you really? Yes, I was absolutely waiting for you to do it. I was like, she's going to do that. Oh, my God. I'm going to be depressed. That is hilarious. You're not who I thought you were. I wouldn't have done that. (laughs) But no, I'm not cured. (laughs) Even though my response to my manager today was, like, a slam dunk for me. That was progress. I I won't. I'm going to say that it's probably going to be a um, a ratio of, like, one to six. (laughs) (laughs) And two out of every six times you'll be like, yeah, I am. Yeah. Cricket, cricket. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I know. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye. Well, that's a wrap on another episode of Awkward's Anonymous. We hope you were comforted to know that you're not the only one thinking those evil thoughts, feeling those crazy feels, or being inappropriately awkward. More than anything, we hope you were entertained. And of course, one of the most important things this podcast can do is to help you meet and support others who thought they were alone. We know it might be one of the hardest things you've ever done, dear introverts, but be bold, be brave, and introduce yourself. Tell us what's on your mind. What has your awkward ass been struggling with this week? Tell us a funny story. We're convinced we're not the only ones dealing with these seemingly irrational feelings and awkward behavior, so neither are you. We'd love to share what you have to say on this podcast just to prove it. And remember, you guys are in control of how many people we reach. Share, follow, like, and review this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Your feedback is everything to growing a network of weirdos supporting other weirdos. Email us with anything you want to share at awkwardsanonymouspodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at awkwardsanonymouspodcast. 
me with us every Tuesday to discuss all the thoughts, feelings, emotions, and wacky behavior we experience as awkwards. And really anything else we'd never normally say out loud. Can't wait to hear from you. Bye!